I'm Kat. And I'm Cass. And you're listening to Two, Two Book, Book Bitches. Bitches. I don't know why I said that so weird. You're just so excited. I really was. Because this is going to be a fun episode. This is fun. I always love these episodes. I love them so much. But how's everyone? Great. Everyone's good. So it's fun. This is the last episode yeah. in this group of episodes. Correct. We finally reached the end. I think this is like season two of TBB. Are two we book bitches. Are we ending season two? With Technically, this? like, yeah, because this is the last book that we've had. In, this is the last episode in our planned episodes, right? Right. So are we coming back with season three after this? I think so. Okay. Season three, CC three. Oh. I feel like it kind of matches up, you know? Okay. So I feel like this kind of, like, completed, like, the arc of episodes, and then we have to, like, plan and then do, like, the We next. have to, like, figure out what our next course of action is a little bit. Yeah. I think we have, like, an idea. Right, which is obviously CC3. Yeah, I think we're just gonna... We'll probably do majority CC3, similar to the way we did CC2, so, like, in chunks of, like, chapters. Um, the book is massive. And we'll post the chunks, and then that way, if you're kind of, like, you know, if you're just a reader who likes to take their time or whatever, yeah. I think this will probably be, like, a nice way to follow along. And we might throw in some random episodes here or there, but... Yeah, because there are some books that are coming out along the way this summer and stuff, or, like, even recently, like... In February, Bride comes out. Yeah, and I want to do that. Yeah, I want to do an episode on that. Uh-huh. There's some other things coming out um, that we'll talk about we'll along the way. Like, yeah. We'll probably have a... Um, probably a few episodes. What's the, the show called again? Um, Bridgerton? Bridgerton. Yeah. Probably have a Bridgerton episode when yeah, that comes yeah, out yeah. in May. Maybe we we'll do a, a little... I think we should do like a Percy Jackson episode, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like, let's hear... Maybe you guys can tell us if yeah. that's something you're interested in because I know... Like, the book itself is, like, geared towards a younger audience, but, like, I feel like our age group probably read it when we were younger anyway, so you might still be watching the show. Correct. And you still might be interested in, like, our Percy Jackson world. Mm -hmm. So if that's something that you'd be interested for us to cover, like, we totally can do an episode on the show slash books. Or just, like, let us know, like, is there something, like, in particular, like, I'm thinking more, like, one-off episodes, so, like, you know, if you're gonna, like, if you suggest something, like... I don't know, like, what's a fucking book series? Like, if you suggested, like, what's the one with the window? This, the one that everyone... Or, like, power... Li- you know what I mean? Like... The window? Like, what's the one? It's a duology. You said you weren't going to read it, and then I was like, should I get it? The with Iron the win- Window? Oh, oh, oh. One Dark Window. One Dark Window. I, like, kind of skimmed it. Yeah. So, like, I'm just saying, if you're suggesting, like, a book series, like, mind you, like, we probably won't, like, deep dive into it like we do the CC book. It'll just be kind of, like, like a talking a one-off yeah. episode. So, let us know if there's... Because, like, I think some of the main books that we're waiting for don't come out for a while after the, after CC3. Correct. Like... Actar 5. <laughs> Actar 5 or the Like, Actar, if I'm being or, so for real. Actar 5, CC4. Um, like, I'm just honestly. Like, I mean, I'm going to read the next, like, fourth wing book. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to be so honest. Like, I'm just an absolute slut for the SJM universe. I know, me too. I really am. I think it's probably just because it has, like, a really special place in my heart because, like, it's kind of what made me get back into reading. No, but, but I also just think it's that good. So No, I just – I love fine. her. So with that in mind – What are we doing? Today we are doing our theories episode. Correct. So theories on Akatar, Crescent City, Throne of Glass, basically the entire SJM universe because – we're doing this because – CC3 release is literally right around the corner. Yeah. By the time we're posting this episode, it should be, like, m- maybe, like, a couple days. Like, yeah. Also, we did mention in another, pres- 
oh my god we did mention it in another episode but we are going to the midnight release party in toronto for cc3 yes we're so pumped it's so excited where is it it's angel i mean listen i was like on their website every day because i knew that they did one for iron flame and it sold out so fast yeah by the time they posted because by the time yeah because by the time i saw it it had sold out already so we couldn't go, which was such a bummer. I was so pissed. So I was like, for this one, I was I've been like literally checking their website every day. And, and then they finally posted about it. Because again, I was hundred percent sure they were gonna do one. You but had I, a feeling though. You but were I like, figured I'm like the hype is pretty big about this book release. Like it makes sense for them to do it. And it's it. the when did SJM release a book last? Like two years ago. Exactly. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna right? I'm just gonna yeah. just in case. And then they posted it, I think it was like Friday or something. And you were like and I was like, slam. Got the tickets immediately. Slam so If you're there, we, we are will there. be there. Actually, we'll be wearing these sweaters. Mine says Cassian. Mine says Resand. I got us matching book boyfriend sweaters for Christmas. She did. So we'll be wearing these. So we'll be there. if you spot us in these sweaters, come, come say, say hi. hi. Come yell at us. Yes. Gently. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You can, you can come say hi. For sure. Um... I will say for this episode, like massive spoilers, like oh, literally yeah. we're, massive. We're talking, we're kind of like talking about everything. Spoil, all the, yeah. All the universes, all the book series, every series, everything is on the table. Yeah, um, everything's up for discussion. Good so. news though, if you need a recap, as of now, we have covered everything, every single SJM book, minus Assassin's Blade and and Tower Dawn. <laughs> But we've covered everything else in our released episodes. So you can like go back, listen to episodes, fill in where you need to fill in, then come here. And this is kind of like the culmination little like yeah. Akatar CC TOG theory slash like release CC3 release. So party I think we're just going to kind of go for it and just like yeah. deep dive. Yeah. And nothing will be in any kind of order. Nope. They will just be random theories as we have typed that we them come out. across as we as as we thought them and mm-hmm. as they popped into our brain yeah um and then at the end i did ask um our listeners on instagram for their theories so we'll we'll talk about those too at the end of yeah the episode as well i also feel oh i was just gonna say like some of these we got from like tiktok and reddit some of these we thought of ourselves like observations we've had but like really it's just like a, a mass collection of like yeah evidence and this and i had a theory and then i had to like google it to see like, if like it made sense yeah. and like stuff like and that so it's just timeline and stuff like that from like a bunch of places so i'm really excited but anyways spoilers ahead turn back now or don't because we're not your moms and we can tell you what to do what's first what is first so I think the first thing that we – I think we both agree on is that um, the Bone Carver and his siblings – so that would be like Koshe? Koski? Koski? And Kosuke? the Bone Weaver – or no. The Bone Carver, the Weaver, Weaver. and Koske are yes. all the theory. I think so too. And um, I mean it's plausible. I, I'll never say anything is 100% in here. Actually, there are right. some of the things here where I'm like, it's I know there was true. one theory where we were like, this is This amazing. is definitely it. Um, and then I think that when Bryce's ancestors, like, closed off all the gates, mm-hmm. I think, like, this, the, whoever Asteri was on that island yeah. was on in Prithi and got stuck there. Yeah. And whatever uh, Asteri were in, Midgard got stuck there. Yeah. Because so, I think, yeah. like, Regulus in CC2, like, makes a comment, like, oh, they killed her brothers and sisters, and, like, also some were left there. So yes. I think they're, like, probably some form of a stary. And then there's the one thing where, like, the bone carver appears as, like, a young boy, and Regulus is also described as looking like 
a young boy. I don't know if there's like some sort of connection there, but I just thought it was interesting that both of them decided to take that form, you know? Right, because – so, listen, okay, so for me, I'm I'm conflicted on this one because, yeah. like, the bone carver takes different forms depending on who looks at him. Fair. So that's why I'm kind of wondering, like, I'm confused as if that vision is her – is Feyre's son or, or if it's just the form he takes, which is similar to the other Asteri. Yeah. I just thought it was an know. interesting little thing, like an interesting little parallel. And like, of all things they can appear as. No, it's like, true. Like, why that? But that's kind of, yeah. that's kind of it. Um, next one we have is Amran as an Asteri. Um, I don't know about this one. Because... Uh, I think that it's plausible, though, because she always makes the statement that, like, she came to Prithian 15,000 years ago, which also happens to be when the Fae arrived in Midgard. And, like, 15,000 years, like, that seems to be, like, that. a reoccurring timeline They theme. always say 15,000 years. 15,000. Like, right? even, like, Amran, when, like, Bryce landed in Akatar, she was like, oh, no one's spoken that language in 15,000 years. Like, it's all, like. She also says she came to Prithian 15,000 years ago. Yeah. Like, that was but word then, the word out of her mouth. But then Bryce makes a comment that Amran and Fury look alike. Right, because that was the, but that wasn't um, Amran's original form. Right. Amran took on the form of a fae that she liked the appearance of. When she left the right. prison, and if and we're, then when she was re when she died and then and then Reese brought her back, she still chose that form, and she kind of like and she lost all of her powers. Yeah, maybe the Asteri can lose their powers too. Well, I okay, so I actually compare Amran losing her powers to Aelin losing her powers in TOG, and because they, they both lost them after some big, big expenditure of See, energy. See, I don't know though, because the way Amran describes the world she came from before, mm -hmm. like, and what they were missing, like all these emotions and very like it sounds like a serious human like emotions and stuff like that yeah and like how she escaped that world mm -hmm. and like she thinks like her, her dad kind of helped her escape yeah he knew that she wasn't meant for that world yeah kind of thing. i don't know it's it sounds very scary to me it also is interesting because amarin took over the body so if you're assuming she's an hysteria that took over a body of a fae it's giving like the volg in throne of glass the take over the bodies of um like the take over the bodies of people you know what I mean? Well, that's my point. Like, I just think that there, it's too, like, yeah. I feel like it has to be related somehow. Yeah, and then maybe she like lost her asteriness when she like died. And yeah. didn't she like only drink blood? Yeah, and now she drinks human food or eats human food. Yeah, now she eats human food. And before, like, she, she would didn't drink even have blood. to go to the bathroom and stuff. Because then afterwards, she talks about like how she has to like pee all the time and stuff. <gasps> True. And don't they say like? blood and like wine kind of look alike and then they always say like the asteri like drank power like wine or like the daglin drank power like wine because again jumping ahead like another theory we'll talk about i think next is actually like the daglin from akatar are definitely the asteri from cc they're the same daglin and asteri are the same thing for sure a hundred percent like that is like to me for sure like there's no, you can't. There's, it's no disputing it. No, no, yeah. that is for sure can't. Yeah. Well, because Reese describes the Daglin as like sucking the magic and like power from like the earth, 
or whatever or the people and that's yes. literally what the Asteri are doing so then i'm kind of like okay so if there's an iteration of the Asteri, if the Asteri are in every multiverse it's like the daglin are the Asteri, and does that mean that the volg are like the Asteri, or that the gods in throne of glass were the Asteri? see that's the one thing i was kind of unsure about like what's the equivalent in throne of glass because i've seen theories for the for the volg being also the and Asteri. i kind of lean towards the volg i think it it makes sense for that to be the case but then i'm just like what are the gods then in throne of glass? because the way that the gods were like sent away in throne of glass like through the portal and it like, sounds like they were sent to hell yeah because she like shut the portal and there was them. like demons they have to yeah have to fight off or whatever. so i'm not really sure about that like i said i lean more towards the volg are the iteration of like the daglin or the Asteria, just because like they also seem to like feed on power and like take over bodies and things like that so that's that's like my thing but i'll be interested to see if like any light is shed on amaran's heritage um in the next but book. i wonder now that bryce is here and she starts talking about the Asteria, like i wonder if amaran will be like my brothers and sisters or something you know maybe my relatives i also don't know how much we're gonna delve into the backstories of the akatar characters in cc3 because i really do think at its core sarah is gonna keep crescent city about like bryce and her gang and i think that maybe things with the akatar cast will be explored in akatar 5 so i don't know if we'll get a lot of these answers too in depth in cc3 you know what i mean no, I agree with you because I think that I don't think they're going to be in Prithian. No, no, I think they're going to come with her to Midgard. Yeah, for a bit, kind of help her, mm-hmm. and then and then because because Nesta has the harp, which I think is um like something that she can use to teleport to different worlds. Yeah, but only Nesta can use it because of her connection to the Cold yeah. Twin. So she's going to be the one that kind of like helps Bryce. Yeah. And whoever comes with Nesta. Well, and then if we're assuming, and again, we're jumping ahead to another theory. If we're assuming that the, that Bryce's star sword and Asriel's truth teller is like also twins, like twin blades. Right. I think that Asriel will probably have quite a bit to do as well. I agree. And I think that's, I I think that's concerned, 100% confirmed that the Asriel's dagger is the twin to the star sword because Amran literally calls Bryce's sword Gwydian, Gwydian, which was the sword that had disappeared um, and that they talked about in Akasif. Exactly. And I'm interested to see kind of how they're going to use this because, like, there's that whole, like, prophecy thing where it's, like, when sword and dagger are reunited, so shall, like, our people be. So I'm kind of, like, is this all culminating into, like, kind of, like, an open world, like, people can pass through as they see fit type situation. Well, that's interesting because, like, the Fae, technically now the different kinds of Fae are going to be reunited now yeah. that the portal is open again. But, like... What does they, that mean long term? Or are they going to close them off at the end? Once, But, like, if they close them off, are the Fae that are in Midgard, are they going to stay there or are they going to go back to Prithian? Or, I like, the know. world that is Prithian? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think they'll stay in their own worlds, but I think that the lines of, like, travel and communication will be more open. Well, because they'll also know about each other's existence. Yeah, so it's right? like, what, you're just going to ignore an entire, like, that would be so weird. 100% it would be weird. Um, okay, this one is one of my favorite theories. So, Finn is from... So they mentioned okay. they okay. This one's a bit like because it's a it's a character that you might not remember being mentioned. 
So Finn is a character that they mention in Akatar. Um, but specifically Akasif. Um, and according to Reese, Finn had a wife who aided in the fight against the Daglin. And Finn was um, the last known person to possess Gwydion, which hasn't been seen on Prithian in over 15,000 years. And again, that's a big that's number. 15. And Finn was the first and only high king of Prithian. Yeah. And um, Finn was betrayed by his wife and his unnamed general, which led to his death. Right. So we're interested in Finn's potential connection to Peleus, who is from Crescent City. City. And we learn about Peleus more in Crescent City too, when Adis, who I guess was this entire time um, actually Regulus, says that Prince Peleus was um, Thea's high general and appointed himself prince after he forcibly wed Thea's daughter, Helena. And Thea has two daughters, Helena and an unnamed one. Mm-hmm. Peleus then kills Thea and steals the star sword. Mm-hmm. And Thea's other daughter got away and we don't know what happened to her. Mm-hmm. And then Thea was apparently Aedas's great love. So in revenge, Aedas asks Apollyon, his brother, to help kill Peleus. Yes. And that was the end of Peleus. So we're wondering if this is like basically the same story, but like different version yeah. they're not full-fleshed version yeah. they only have bits and pieces which also, makes like, sense because if all these people like crossed worlds then you probably would have had very similar stories with some changes like for example someone puts this, this timeline together and i got it off of tumblr and it makes a lot of sense so it's finn was given guardian by oleana finn fought the daglin slash asteri in prithian and was able to overthrow them the daglin and the asteri at some point made the illyrians to be a fighting force however the illyrians fought with the fae to expel the daglin asteri from prithian and this is kind of confirmed and because you remember in in in, at the very end of of cc2 regulus literally says that they made a pro warrior um that the the asteri made a warrior prototype who ended up being the prototype for the angels in in Crescent City, mm-hmm. um, but that this these warriors um, betrayed their creators and, and sided with the Fae to kill his brothers and sisters. Yeah, so presumably the prototypes are the Illyrians. Yeah. So yeah, the Illyrians were a fighting force. However, the Illyrians fought with the Fae to expel the Daglin and Asteri slash Asteri from Prithian. It was during this time that Anolius prevented the Daglin Asteri from reaching the stone atop Ramiel. If you remember in Akasif, you learn about the legend of Anolius and like Anolius' past and how he held off a force to not reach the top of the mountain. And yeah, we'll talk about then, the stone after. No, because then we're wondering, like, why were these ancient oppressors, who were, who were the Asteri probably, yeah. were desperate to reach the stop, the, like, the stone at the top of yeah. the Ramiel Mountain. Like, why were they so desperate to get there? Put a pin on that one, because I feel like that's a good... Like, that one's... I'm very passionate about that one. So then, yeah, he prevents them. Then Finn was later betrayed by his queen, likely Thea, and his general, likely Peleus, who eventually killed him and took his weapon. Likely Gwydion. We know that Gwydion ended up in Midgard, making it likely that Thea was Finn's wife and Peleus was his general. Peleus then forcibly wed Helena, Thea's daughter, after killing Thea. There was also an unnamed daughter, Helena's sister, who escaped. It is after this that the courts were established in Prithian. At this point in time, we have Fae left behind in Prithian while Peleus and Helena's children spread through Midgard. So it's kind of like maybe this is where also the two lines like split. Like we have the... um. Fae from like Midgard and then the Fae from Akatar. I don't know. So I think that this is 100% the same story. 
just about like they use different names basically or like they didn't know some names or some names they didn't know but i think it is the same story they have the same legend Akhtar yeah and i think have so. the same legend for sure so i'm interested to see how this kind of like plays out um but we d- we were mentioning like the stone at the top of ramiel so okay these are like my little like crackpot theories too okay so the stone at the top of the mountain i think is the same black stone as the towers the obsidian and throne of glass and like the towers were used to block magic from aurelia right mm-hmm. so it's also interesting that on ramiel no magic exists when they're put there for the right there's some magic in the mountain that makes their magic disappear or any magic disappear. So they can't use like their siphons or anything like that. So I was like, hmm, that's really interesting. Okay. So maybe the Asteri want the stones um, to stop the others from using magic against them. Or maybe they want to destroy the stone so that no one can use the magic against them or can use the stone against them. Or maybe they want the stone to enslave others just like the rings and collars and throne of glass. So I'm kind of like, there's clearly something important about this stone. Well, there's a reason why they went to, yeah. to like want to go there. Yeah. And then also the mountains are named after stars. All those three mountains, the three sacred mountains. Right. Right. So I'm kind of like, if they're named after stars, the Asteri are named after stars. What if there are Asteri trapped and sleeping under those mountains, like Erewhon was trapped under Morath? You think there's Asteri trapped underneath the mountains? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, that's... Or maybe they were named after the Asteri. And then, because the blood rite starts with those three holy stars lining up. So I'm kind of like, did the Asteri do this whole blood right because there was no other way to get magic from the illyrians so they use the blood right to siphon the magic from the illyrians like during that time and that's how they like fed off them yeah that's interesting yeah because that and then that's why analius was trying to prevent them from getting to the stone at the top of ramiel because like it's bad news bears if they get that um if they get that obsidian i like that so that's where i think like because i have this thing where i'm like Okay, like, we all know that Akhtar is going to be involved in CC3 and everyone's like, oh my god, is Throne of Glass going to be involved? Is Throne of Glass going to be involved? I'm kind of like, I don't think it will be. No, I don't think we'll see the characters. I know some people are, like, dying to see the characters of th- like from Throne of Glass mm-hmm. in this book. I just think that's a lot and I just don't think it's going to happen. But I yeah. think a lot of the lore and the little Easter eggs and stuff yeah, um, and some of the maybe unresolved little tidbits from Throne of Glass are going to come into play. And I don't know why, in my head, the way it works is Throne and Glass is, like, the oldest lore, then Akatar, then CC. Say that again? Lore-wise? Yeah. Throne and Glass is, like, the most ancient. Okay. Then then Akatar. Then CC. Then CC. Okay. Yeah, I, I think right? that makes sense. Like, that to me, so I think a lot of, like you said, a lot of the basis of the lore, I think you're going to notice a lot of threads pulled from Throne and Glass, but I don't think the characters are going to be pulled, in my opinion, at least. That's kind of my little my little thought. There. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. Okay. So we also have, we kind of already talked about it, but Azriel's dagger is the twin to the star sword. This is pretty much confirmed like at the end of CC because Amarin literally was like, why do you? Yeah, we talked about this um, And then like, I'm pretty sure like, like Azriel literally goes to pick up the sword and then that's when he decides to like bring Bryce with him. So clearly he recognized 
something. But then I'm kind of like, why does Azriel have the dagger of all people? We never really find out how it gets to him. That's in the first what I'm place. saying. Like, like, you don't know why he has it. Because we know Bryce has it because the star sword was passed down throughout yes. the line of Starborn. But then I'm like, why does Azrael have it? Who's he descendant from? Who knows? I I don't know. I I don't think I have a theory on that. Like I I mean I he, don't know. He has shadow powers, similar right, to like what does that mean though? Reese Rune. Maybe he was from the line. Like, but that's on that's on the mom side, not not the Starborn side, which would be Rune's dad. Uh, maybe they're like twins in that way. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I don't know, but I. Play. I'm interested. I was, to I'm see. interested to see. Like, because I, I honestly don't think that we ever really get any kind of confirmation on how, yeah, the the, like, the dagger ended up, yeah, in Azrael's possession. And like, al- how did he get it? And also, I think we'll probably see more of that because I think Akatar Five is going to be Azrael's book. Um, right, which I guess would make sense since we've done the other two brothers and there's only yes. one left. Yes. So I think it's going to be, like, Azrael's book and to whatever iteration, like, his significant other will be. So, yeah. Well, yeah, that will probably be, like, his love story. Yeah. With whoever. Well, because we know that mates can be, like, manipulated because in Throne of Glass. Right. So there is that theory where um, the cauldron got it wrong. Well, not. Well, there's that theory. There's two theories. One theory is that someone i've heard that I, this one's a bit dramatic where they where they say reese did it i don't think it's reese because that would mean reese is a bad guy and i refuse to believe that mm. um or someone is playing like mave and is like faking like a mate yeah because you know how mave makes rowan think that his mate is the, his first wife yeah but it's actually Aileen. right so some people are thinking that someone is doing that to elaine to make it seem like her mate is Lucian when actually her mate is Azrael. And I feel like this also makes sense because if there's like an overarching plot for power, like there's got to be some sort of powerful thing where it's like three brothers, three sisters. If they all join together, they would be like unstoppable. Right. But like some, but some people like to say it's Reese doing that. And I just think that doesn't fit his MO. I feel like Reese would not do that. Why would he do that to his brother? To lie. And that also would just mean he's the big bag all along and yeah. i refuse to believe that so but no i chance. do i do like that theory that like the cauldron got it wrong or someone's manipulating like whatever because like well the cauldron getting it wrong that's a, that's a separate theory. another theory yes so that's that like the theory that the cauldron is corrupt or something and the hysteria corrupted it so that not everything that that the cauldron says or does is technically yeah like the tech- truth. if like the i guess if the cauldron was made by them or something like that i don't know i read this theory somewhere about that um Okay, what? Oh, Reese's last name. Not really much is known about this. I mean, I know people have, like, a lot of theories. I've heard a lot of people say that his last name is going to be Dannon. Okay, so I had heard that. But then it doesn't make sense because if... So, Rune looks like Reese. Correct. Right? But Rune looks like his mother's side of the family. Correct. So, and Rune's last name is Dannon, which he gets from his father. No, Yes. He gets Dannon from his mother. He kept his mother's name. No, I don't think so. Yes. I don't think so. Wait. No, that's wrong. Because they call Bryce. When she when, when Bryce picks her name. Oh, yeah. When Bryce changes her name. Or when Bryce basically agrees to be the princess, her last name changes to Dannon. Hmm. I thought that he got that name from his mom. No. 
because I also thought that, then I looked into it. Oh, apparently Rune's mom's name is Lauren Donnell. So Donnell is the last name. Donnell. Okay, so then potentially Reese's last name is Donnell, not Danon. Uh-huh. Which is sucks because I like Danon better, but that's fine. Danon is the dad's last name. Right, right, right. You're right, you're right, you're right. So people, anyways, people think that Reese's last name is Rune's mom's maiden name. Yeah. So that, like, you'll be able to, like, really clearly see, like, the their relationship. And like that's why, and that's why it's never been revealed because, and we know this, like, a lot of the time I feel like SJM, like, hides names until there's, like, a moment to reveal it. Right. Because it holds, like, a lot of I weight. I don't love Donald, though. No. I don't love that either. So maybe I don't want that to be true. So we'll see. Because, like, even the River Queen, like, none of them have names. But I'm like, how the fuck do they, these I know. Her name's River Queen. Like, But what I'm like, that? there's got to be something there. Yeah. Like, I think that Reese's last name is important. And that's why we have Correct. It and it'll be important and to, I like, the multiverse. And I think that once it's revealed, we'll be like, it will oh be, like, God. some connection somewhere else. Correct. And that's why she's saving it. I have a feeling she's not going to reveal it in a CC book, though. But then how would, but then why would the, like, okay, so, but see, the reason, see, I don't know, because if she doesn't really sit, if she doesn't tell us in a CC book, like, that's to me where it would matter what his last name is. Because in the next Akatar book, I don't think it's going to have to do with the multiverse. No, I don't think so either. Because I think there's, there's like, also a lot unresolved in Akatar. Oh, yeah, we'll go over that. So I don't think that they need to involve some multi-universe. There's a lot going on in their yeah. own world. There's right already now. a lot going on that they need to take care of. Right. So I think to reveal it in an Akatar book wouldn't really make much sense because I don't think it furthers the plot in that sense. I don't know. Whereas just... if, if he is related to someone who's in who's in Crescent City, it would be like it would a make thing. more sense to reveal that then. Yeah, correct. You know? I don't know. I guess we'll see. I don't know. I just have a feeling it's not going to be revealed. Um, okay. The next one is Gwyn gets volume eight of the Great War in CC. Like she's helping Meryl. So you she- mean an actor? Oh yeah, sorry. Gwyn gets volume eight of the Great War in Akatar, and possibly is this in reference to Throne of Glass? Because doesn't Throne of Glass have like seven? Well, seven books, eight including the. So there's eight books and a Throne of Glass. If you include Assassin's. Blade. If you include Assassin's. Blade, um, yeah. but I think there's a literal quote in at the end of the Throne of Glass series where they literally say like someone will write the story of this war and call it the great war yeah because i think like like i said because you know how i was saying like oh like the oldest lore is throne of glass so i'm like for me i think that the great war references the one that happens in throne of glass 100 percent. and then and then i'm kind of and then again like that whole like are the volg the asteri or are the gods the asteri um and and i just like don't know yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's the Volg or or the gods. I don't know, but I do. I do prescribe to that that the Great War is about Throne of Glass. Like we, like in reading Throne of Glass, you read the Great War that was read and studied by Gwyn, right? In my opinion, as well. Um, next one is Gwyn as a siren. Thoughts on this? I don't really have a lot of thoughts on this, to be honest. So I heard this one through TikTok or whatever. But I mean, when in Akasif, the way like it's described how she sings, I think it's interesting. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because like, don't people feel like drawn to it? Or Nesta was really yes. like entranced and, by and it. And then like, um, and then her, Asriel's like, shadows are very drawn to her as well. And isn't she also part like water nymph or something? Right, which is why I think that she's a siren. 
What if, hear me out here. Okay. The River Queen and stuff like that, their last name or something is Berdara. Is that what Gwyn's last name is? Yes. Could be, yeah, for sure. Because then you get, like, the River Queenie stuff and, like, the, the water nymphs and whatever. What if that's a thing? For sure. Could like, possibly. there's definitely, like, a, some, I, like, there's, there's a lot of, like, Gwyn's backstory that we don't know. There's also that really big theory that Gwyn is Tamlin's, like, love child. Up, she's a product of Cal and Mai. Have you seen that theory? That it, Tamlin? I thought it was, I thought it was Lucian's. That she's Lucian's love child? Oh, I saw, I saw both. I saw someone say Tamlin, but I guess Lucian. I, thought, made, I saw Lucian. Because when he had to step in for Cal and Mai. Yeah. Wait, no. Well, I thought it was timeline makes sense. No, I, I thought, I think it's Tamlin. I think people think that she's like Tamlin's daughter. Why did I see somewhere it says Lucian? I am also vaguely remembering that, but I did read a theory recently that was like, I saw Lucian. Because I'm like, that's why she has red hair. Yeah, Maybe. But I saw someone say that because she- we can't forget that she also has a twin sister that died. Yeah, forget about that part. Yeah, but like it was they were fraternal, so the other one didn't look like her, like didn't have red hair. I wonder what that one looked like. Do I we ever get a I, description? I think she says she has like dark features, like darker features, like dark hair and stuff. Shit, because Tamlin's a blondie. I, well, I honestly think people forget that she has a twin sister. <laughs> I kind of forgot. She has I, a twin I, sister. Yeah, I think people don't really remember that part about her. Yeah. Um. But that'll be interesting to see, like, I, I want to know her parentage. I think there's a lot of people whose parentage is, like, dubious right now. Like, Gwyn's parentage. We don't really know where Azrael comes from and, like, what his line is because of the whole truth teller thing. And I think Hunt is also another big question mark in terms of lineage. Oh, for sure. Like, like we, we don't, don't know, know his who parents who, are. Specifically his dad, I think, is important. Yes. And, like, every like all everyone keeps saying, like, he smells weird for an angel and, like, shit like that. Or so that like, he was bred to be, like, receptive to demon kind. Yeah. Like, what? The, like, which is so giving, like, just, like, vulgar, scary shit because, like, they love to fuck around with, like, breeding. Like, they love to fuck around with breeding. Like, they were always trying to, like, cross species together to, like, see what would happen. Because I think, I think Bryce, or I think Hunt remembers his mom, mom, but doesn't, Correct. like, has never met the dad. And we don't know who his dad is. And it's constantly no. referenced that he looks like Thur. So people are like, either yeah. Thur is his dad or he's, like, a reincarnation of Thur or, yeah, like, some something. Some kind of relation yeah. to Thur in general. Okay. Keeping on with the Gwen thing, there is also, like, the whole, like, Gwen feeling a cat-like presence deep in the library. And then it's kind of like, was that Adis? I think Adis, so. I think so, too, because Adis loves to take a cat form. And I'm almost positive, and we might have to look this up, that CC, I don't know. The Akasif and the, and the Crescent City books, even though the worlds are on top of each other, they take place in and around the same time. If that makes sense. Okay, yeah. So not in the same world, but kind of in the same time. And then there's that whole thing, where the fuck was Adis in CC2? Because if Regulus was, uh, like... See, to me, I'm a little bit concerned. Because I don't think that Adis would just let someone pretend to be him. That That's what so I'm saying. I'm like, where the fuck is he? I'm kind of concerned that, like, the Asteri kind of have him captured somewhere. Either captured or he was busy doing God knows what. And he was, like, off, like, fucking around somewhere else. Because, yeah, the cat-like presence to me, I'm like, are the princes of hell constantly watching other worlds? Kind of like those oracles and mystics and shit. So it's easier for them to kind of 
pop in and out of different worlds. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But that was an interesting little thing. Um, kind of in the same thing about the library, Meryl's research is literally about a multiverse and like yeah, that that's kind of like, like makes literally it all canon. And I think she's like there's 26, I believe, 26 worlds. Yeah, is some, the running theory. Some she specifically has a number. I think it's 26 because then there's like 26 strings on the harp. But that doesn't that doesn't like that doesn't matter though. No, it it doesn't, but it's just like because it's not like she's it's not no, like it's in, not like she strums string three and ends up in world three. Yeah. But I think the idea is if you strum all twenty six strings, you would unlock, like whatever. So I think that number is just like a reoccurring theme because I'm I'm pretty sure it's like she's postulating that there are twenty six worlds on top of each other. Right. Imagine SJM writes twenty six series. No, that's that's crazy. I mean, Girlie would be like a bajillionaire, but that's crazy. Also, yeah. Did we? talk about I, I can't even remember what we've talked about now it's been so much so we've said so many things so many theories have we talked about um what's it called the horn in crescent city being the fourth part of the trope no we haven't it's on the list here really? it's it's later on the list do you want to talk about it now um yeah let's just talk about it now. okay so obviously in akasif um through the many visions that Nesta sees, um, I think she sees. Oh no! It wasn't. It was a vision that Lanthus shows her yeah. when she's trying to defeat Lanthus, and Lanthus is showing her some like this could be what our life looks like. And it's like, like all sexy and like yeah. Whatever. And in their throne room, when she's like in this vision, she's sitting beside Lanthus. There's the dread trope, and she sees the mask, the harp, and what's the other object? Mask, harp, crown, crown. And then she sees a fourth object, but it's shrouded. but it's shrouded. Like she doesn't know what it is, and like they never confirm or deny if there's a fourth object in. Akashic. And it's like it's like postulated too. They're right. like they do think that there are more dread trove objects, but what if it's? But what if it's the horn? The horn in Bryce's back. Yeah. So technically, de facto, is like she's a trove herself. Yeah, she's the last piece of the trove. Which eventually. means could she possibly use the dread trove items like Nesta does? Yeah, I, th- I think that makes sense. Yeah. I think that her, like, I'm excited to see her and Nesta interact because I honestly think they're going to be friends. Yes. Um, but yeah, 100%. I do think that that's the fourth dread trove item. And I think the, the reason why they couldn't see it is, like, obviously there was that whole curse on the dread trove items that, like, you can't see them unless they want to be seen. But, like, also, I think there was something to do with the fact that, like, it was in another world. True. And that's why it was shrouded. It was, like, shrouded. Because like, it's not, it's you know, not what I mean. it's not in Prithian. Exactly. Um, okay. Other theory, Prison Island, like the the island that has the prison on it, is definitely where the dust court used to be. And I feel like at this fucking point, oh, this is it's for canon. sure. Can, like for no, it's one hundred percent because even Regulus at the end of Crescent City literally tells Bryce that our ancestors came from a small island off of the main area, area, of like, yeah, which was like had all the different climates and but temperatures and stuff. That one. Da- was in a perper- perpetual state of like twilight which would make sense like that. dusk. but that's interesting though that if the dust court you know because like like all the temporal courts are like always in that temperature like spring is always spring summer is always summer yeah, the seasonal courts whereas the um solar court the solar courts like how ha- experience the full day maybe it was just so why would the dust court always be in dusk I don't know. Maybe it was just like a special thing about being on an island. Like they're 
Or maybe it evolved. Like it used maybe. to maybe maybe the night used to be in like perpetual night. Because and yeah, then it changed. Maybe possible. But I like and when Nesta's in the prison, the harp shows her a vision of people being trapped there. So it's like possibly the people of the dust court like were trapped there when Peleus defeated Thea or like when Nessa hears all those people trapped is it like was du- the dust court one of the gateway points because you know how they like the Asteri were saying that there were like gateway points in each world and stuff so it's, right like, was because the, dust the people court were literally trapped and like, turned wall? into stone yeah like in of. the walls yeah so it's like was that like a gateway point and like you know oh oh my god and you know how like in Throne of Glass the lock to close the word gates and stuff was literally life force given by people. Mm-hmm. What if, like, to lock that gate, all those people had to be sacrificed? Ooh, that's a good one. And, and then, so that's what happened. That's why they got trapped because when Thea like closed the gates, she they needed. They to, all got trapped there in yeah, the process. Yeah, that's. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I'm like, so if Bryce is like tied to the dust court is she like de facto they're like the the high lady in theory well if she is like the last living descendant then she would be like then she would be de facto the high lady and then i'm kind of like does she have a beast form then because all the the high lords and lady or well the high lords technically because fair is the only high lady but does she have like a beast form like that could be unlocked i don't know that could be cool that would be cool but i mean i feel like that's like a pegasus That'd be cool. Because she likes it. And but the Pegasus are also... And it's also interesting to me that Bryce loves that little Pegasus toy. And the right. and the Pegasus used to live on that island. That's true. So I'm like... I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So I'm like, there has to be some sort of tie there because I think the Pegasus are going to come into play at some point um, because they're like mentioned entirely too often to not bring up like they couldn't breed them anymore they don't live on that native land anymore i think it's like helion that has a bunch of them helion has a bunch of pegasus he has a couple there's a pegasus, not, not a lot left though. there's not a lot left and then i'm like it's just interesting to me that like bryce is tied to the dust court and the dust court is where those pegasus used to live so i'm like hmm you're not wrong something to think about something um to think about. okay uh, next theory is oh this is actually one we talked about and i don't necessarily yeah. like I don't think I've actually seen this one online. No, I'm I don't sure think other people so. have thought about it, but kind of were talking about it. And you know how like Vera and Reese have this like bargain where it's like they won't leave the world like separate; they'll leave it together. And like obviously that comes into play in Akasif when it's like it's revealed that it could also mean like dying. Like if one of them is dying, the other one will die. But maybe it's like literally they can't leave this realm like physically separately. as well. So that would mean that if that were the case, that that either both or neither of them will go into Bryce's world. Yeah. So if it ever comes down to like a big battle that happens like in like Lunathion or like, you know, Bryce's world, like in CC3, it's either both Reese and Feyre have to go because they can't be separated from each other or neither of them will go and then it's kind of like what's going to happen because they do have the baby so are they just going to like leave the baby or i think neither of them are going to be in it that's what i'm saying i don't think they're going to leave prithian yeah i don't think so either they're both staying there yeah um so there's that one and then the next thing i mean it's a bit of a like a not really a theory but more of just something like a like a a little easter egg like an easter egg because remember in crescent city one they talk about the book of the breathing literally yeah. being in jessica's library yeah 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 and then i mean the last time we saw the book of the breathing in akatar we saw it in the last book akawar when 
Feyre literally tosses the book into the cauldron. So somehow it went from the cauldron being tossed into the cauldron to making it into Lunathion somehow. And then I'm kind of like, is the cauldron itself some sort of gateway? Or is the cauldron itself some sort of way to make the drop? Because, or it's just Jessica, some interesting person who just happened happened to find a way to get it into possession because she has some connection to I don't all know. these worlds. Because like, we don't really know who Jessica is. And I don't really have a theory that if I'm honest. I don't have a theory either. No, because be I don't I can't even think of anything. Well because the, the under king says that he knows who Jessica is but not by that name. Right. So then I'm kind of like the, my only really vague theory is like you know how Maeve was like a Vol queen? Right. Like is Jessica something like that? I don't but really know. But I just know. don't think I don't she I don't see her as a bad as a bad person. Me she neither. seems kind of neutral. Me neither. Like she's like Switzerland. You know? She seems like opportunistic to me. Yeah. Like, like she's like I'm on I'm on the side who the benefits side. me yeah. the most yeah. kind of thing. Um. So I don't really know where she fits into it, but I think she definitely has some kind of role to play in the future. But I also think that like the cauldron and like I think the whole concept of the drop is very interesting because I think it happens in almost like every book in a way. So like the drop is a term that was coined in Crescent City. So like. In Crescent City, to become a full veneer, you have to make the drop, right? And then when you finish the drop, you are a full-blown veneer and you're like kind of like immortal now. You're in your full-blown powers, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. I think this also happens in a way in Throne of Glass because Aelin falls through the dimensions and when she reappears, she's a full-blown immortal fae, a.k.a. she made the drop and then i think in akatar something similar similar happens not necessarily with pharah although i think maybe you could argue for pharah but i'm thinking of the sisters going into the cauldron so the cauldron was the drop making the drop and coming out as full-blown fae so i'm just and like we know that the drop is also now in crescent city specifically like a cover-up for like the feeding of like first light to the Asteri, but I'm just like, I don't know. It just, to me, like, the concept of the drop, I think, is going to be important, in my opinion. That's true. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Okay, so the other one is, oh, Kat wrote this one, because I think she's very passionate about this one. She said, what did I say? Which one are you talking about? Oh, um. <laughs> the one I highlighted. Oh, no. Okay, so it's not even a theory. It's, it's not like- a theory. It's just a thing she's. I'm just very concerned because if we remember, Akatar is kind of like, it's not like super medieval, but it's a little medieval. You know? It's, there's like, no cars. There's no phones. Yeah. They there's don't have, like there's that. no like showers. There's no jeans. Like they have, randomly they have toilets, but like, sure, make that make sense. They have no, like, they have running water, but like, yeah. they're, they have fey lights and they're not actual like electricity. Like it's, it's like a merging of things, but it's not really like. A modern society. Yeah, it's not a modern society. Like, their no. clothing isn't modern. No. Like, even Bryce makes uh, says, like, they look like Renaissance costumes. Yeah, they're, like, fantasy film costumes. Yeah. So, it's not modern in the least. Whereas, in Crescent City, they have a lot of modern advances. They have cell phones. They have electricity. They have showers. They have it's guns. Like the whole thing. They it's have urban... Yeah, they urban have urban fantasy. fantasy. But they have guns. Yeah. Okay? So, I'm concerned about how... The merging of these two worlds will change the Akatar world. I'm specifically, are they going to be introducing guns permanently into the Akatar world? Because personally, I hate that. I, I don't think want that. Cassian would have a fucking field day with a Glock. 
But I just don't want to no, see that. Like, I, I don't want it. Like, you. I'm like, okay, let them have their interactions. But, like, let the Akatar people leave that world bringing nothing back. You know? I agree. Like, it's that's like, how I would prefer Leave it. only footprints. Take only Yeah, pictures. don't take <laughs> anything with you. If you see a gun, sure. Put it down. Try it if you wish. But, like... It's like Akatar and Axe, like, anti-gun laws. Yeah, like, I just don't want the Akatar world to change too much because i don't think it will to be honest i just don't want that because i, like, I like their world the way it is yeah me too i don't think it will but yeah. i am excited because i do think that when bryce like comes into their world she's gonna know about stuff she presumably has her cell phone with her you think it's gonna work oh no, i don't think their it's- service works works cross-dimensional that's some great service Can you imagine? <sighs> rogers could never rogers could never bell could never but I don't know. I think there's going to be something there. But I agree. I don't really want the the crossover like that. Okay. Another thing is, and I think this is, again, an overarching theme in, like, all three of the series, is, like, who is descendant from who? So, like, right. I think that, because in CC, you see, like, two kinds of species, and then it's kind of confirmed, it, not kind of, it is confirmed by Regulus that the shapeshifters, so, like, Danica's line and all that right they're a different kind of fae fae. they were actually from a different world but they didn't want them to know they were fae because they didn't want the fae fae and they breeded out their pointy ears exactly um so we think that that fae is from throne of glass the shapeshifter fae are from throne of glass because you do see that a lot right so like lydia could be somehow related to aelin's line some in some way and Um, then the fae from akatar are more like Bryce, Rue, and Cormac, like those The fae. more traditional yes. kind of fae. And then I'm sure there are, like, some direct family lines that can probably be traced down. Like, I'm sure Reese and Rune are, like, sharing ancestors. Or, like, I think, like, maybe Lydia and Aelin could have shared ancestors or, like, something like that. Yeah, that's what I think people And believe. it's also interesting that, like, Avalyn, their name, like, the king's name in Avalyn is, like, the, the stag king and then like the stag is like a really big motif in like um thrown in glass so i don't know i just think it'll be interesting to kind of see that kind of stuff um we did talk about bryce's horn is the fourth dread trove object yes, i'm like gonna one? die on this hill like i really do think it's no right. i think you're right for sure yeah, i think so um then the illyrians being prototypes to angels um we and i think this is again like pretty confirmed because the hysteria, like, Regulus is literally like, oh, yeah, like, we tried to, like, prototype them and then they fucking shot on us. And, yeah, that's definitely the Illyrians. Um, so I'm wondering, like, if the Illyrians do have more magic than, like, they're led on to believe. But because of, like, where they live around Ramiel, their magic is, like, dampened. Maybe. But, I mean, like, we know that, like, Cassian and Azriel have magic. They have siphons to, like, channel their powers. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. There's probably something there smarter people than me can figure it out um okay also like the archer on ancestors right so i heard a theory but like i don't remember it that much now because it's very vague in my mind now about like how some people think that um the archeron's mother because we don't really get a lot of information about her because she dies pre-akatar series um how she is related to some important fey ancestors making the archeron like a little bit fey to begin with they're not like which 100% is why they could human. make the drop maybe without because they weren't 100 human in the first place yes so they're thinking that they are already and that's why they end up being so powerful as fey because they're already they had that like descended from some powerful yeah. fey individual um who that person is i'm not sure 
maybe there's a connection to Thea and her daughters to them. Maybe, maybe. that's where that comes in. But, like, there is a theory that they were already descendant of a fate line to begin with. Yeah. But they were never 100% human. Hmm. I like that theory. And it doesn't really make sense. Yes. Also, this is such a sidebar. Can we just talk about – I saw this TikTok of this girl – or was it like a Twitter thread? I don't know. Who basically did a deep dive into SJM's um, Goodreads. And, okay. and we all know that SJM loves a good retelling. Like she's pretty forthcoming in that she takes a lot of inspiration from like other stories. You know what I mean? Or like right. retells like old folklore, yes. things like that. So there was one that really stuck out to me where there's like one book that she has on her Goodreads that is quite literally a story about three brothers with three sisters with three sisters so because everyone's like again i don't think we're gonna see much of it in cc3 but i think akatar 5 is gonna be the next book she's gonna release after Crescent probably gonna CD3. be about azrael and i think it's gonna be about azrael and obviously there's that whole thing it's like who's elaine gonna be with is she gonna be with lucian is she gonna be with azrael is azrael gonna be with gwen or with elaine clearly he has the hots for elaine right now i think that like if she's a fan of retelling and, like, this whole, like, cauldron being wrong, mate being wrong thing, then there's probably a strong possibility that Azrael will end up with Elaine. And see, there's a couple reasons. So, I don't hate it. Okay. I don't hate it. Like, when I re-listened to Akatar, I actually, like, liked them more together than I remember liking them together in the first place. Me too, because he's very sweet to her. Yeah, but I think that's also because he thinks like he's entitled to her a little bit, which is a little no, it's which, really weird. which is a little weird to me. Hundred percent, like, whatever. Not gonna lie, I kind of like try not to think about that bonus chapter. Yeah, no, it didn't. It's not canon to me. It never happened. I also don't like the way Azrael or Reese behaved, so it didn't happen. Yeah, that um, entire bonus chapter, I'm like la la la. So la, I don't. Know. So for a couple reasons, like I like it, and a couple reasons. So there's some pros and cons. So pros, pros I do like a little. You know, perfect little bow around three brothers. No, I, l- I like the symmetry. I love it. You know, I want to be Azrael to be happy. Whatever. Cons is that poor Gwen, because like I kind of liked it, but I, I get like she's kind of irrelevant, and like we kind of threw her in that re- when they really didn't have that much interaction. Yeah, and they as if, but everyone just kind of like was grasping at straws with that one, especially because the whole shadow thing. Like I yeah, think like her every- shadows seemed interested in her, but then there's a the whole theory that she's a, she's a siren, so whatever um so that's a con and then the other con obviously is lucian but i mean like i'm okay if it's like his if elaine is actually asriel's mate i just don't like the idea of her ending up with asriel if in fact she is for reals for reals lucian's mate that's what i don't like i prescribe to the cauldron got it wrong theory if that's the case i'm okay with it and i also think that lucian is going to end up with vasa because there was another book on sjm's goodreads that alludes to like a firebird love story which is fine because like i kind of get the sense that he's interested in vasa anyways yeah so long as you know that's lucian's mate and vasa actually is lucian's mate and asriel's mate is actually elaine and that it was just some kind of like mistake that gets fixed because I just don't like the idea of like Lucian being spurned by his mate and them always having this like connection to each other by being mates, but they reject it. I, I also I also think this whole mate thing, it's like wild to me that it's supposed to be this like rare thing and like everyone and their mother has a fucking mate. I'm convinced this whole mate thing is gonna get like blown up or something where it was always like the mates are the mate like no, mating you know, is like the mates we made along the way. No, no, no. But you know why I think it's rare though? And I think that it's fine. Like I don't think I think it's fine. I think to say it's rare is fine. Because think of it this way, okay? Reese waited 500 years for his mate. So it is rare. 
fair, right? Cassian waited 500 years for his mate. So it is rare. It's not like you meet your mate when you're 20. No. You know, you might have to wait thousands of years. Or you might and, not even do it. And you might die before you get to that point. Yep. So it is rare. Really. Yeah. If you think of it that way. Fair. If I think about it temporally like that, then yeah, yeah it like is Reese met rare. his mate when he was 500 and something. Like, And she sure, was the ripe was old age of 20. But my point is like some people might, like Reese could have potentially died in all those wars before even getting there. So he might never have met her. Yeah. Right? True. So it is technically rare if you think of it that way. Yeah, that's true. I'm just, it's just, yeah, I'm just interested to see how this whole yeah. thing But goes. speaking of SJM re- retelling myths, there is um, a legend about, like, technically... It's a Greek myth. It's a Greek myth about um, Orion. Yep. Um, and some people have mentioned this, where it's, like, the myth of Orion and, like, Artemis and there's a version of this myth is that Artemis and Orion are lovers. And Artemis's brother, Apollo, tricks her into killing Orion by, like... Orion? Sorry, Orion, by, like, convincing her that, like, Orion is someone else and, like, someone who's, like, hunting her people. So she kills him by mistake. So the theory is that, like, Bryce is going to mistakenly kill Hunt. And because, because Hunt's like, other name is Orion. Yeah. And and Hunt has, like, the tattoo back on him now. So people are like, is he going to be, like, controlled by the Asteri, basically, again? And, like, so she'll and, like forget Bryce. Oh, and yeah. she'll be, like, forced to kill him and, like, all this thing. And I'm, like, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm real Okay, scared. also, there is something bothering me. But, like, I was trying to search for it. But I can't remember it now. I know. You were, like, typing furiously at one point. And I was like, oh, my God. What's she looking Because like? I was trying to think of something. But I, 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 it feels like a fever dream now. And, like, okay, you can tell confirm me. or not. Like, you maybe don't – maybe you don't remember either. Okay. Because I also – I can't remember what character it was because I'm now I'm confusing some of the characters in, in Crescent City. So I don't remember if it's something that was said by Apollyon, who was one of the Prince of Hells, Correct. or if it was Regulus that said it, where they talk about, like, their agenda, but that there is another world that's more pressing for them to, like, get revenge on for something that happened to them. And I think it's Apollyon. But now I'm like, is that true? And I, I was trying to find it. No, and I don't, Regulus says or something. Or was it Regulus? It was Regulus because he was talking about how, like, the ultimate goal is to get back to the other world for revenge, which I'm, I, we're taking so to it was Regulus. Akatar. Yeah. Okay, so he's trying to get back to Akatar. Yeah. Okay, because I can't remember. I can't remember if it's, like, Regulus's or, or Apollyon, but but basically what it means is that the, Astor- the Asteri have bigger fish to fry, and the bigger fish are going back to that world that embarrassed them by, like, beating them. And they want the revenge. Exactly. Okay, and sorry. that's Akatar. I couldn't remember who said it or who whose goal it was. I'm almost positive it's Regulus's, okay, but I but know you for- do remember that conversation. Yes, that and, was, I, okay. and I know for a fact that it's, um, that it's, like, the Asteri's goal to get there. Yes, to, correct. Because they, because of the, they yeah, got, because like, and they want revenge. Yeah, because like being killed. Bryce is trying to like talk to them about like, what do you even want to do? Like, something about going to hell, like blah blah blah. And then they're like, oh, there are like bigger fish to fry, kind of thing. Like, oh, but revenge. bigger fish to fry than like defeating hell. Yeah, something like that. And like yeah. they want to go back to that like one world where like they found all those great like magical powers because the, the they really like right. It. And um, they ended up getting like trounced. So I think that's like the whole right, thing. like like. The goal of the Asteri isn't to defeat Hell right now. They got bigger fish to fry. Okay, that's that's what it was. Okay, because yeah. I couldn't remember. And I was like, where did I hear this? Like, Am I going fuck? crazy? No, no. So much information. No, I know. I just learned so much about Throne of Glass. And now it's just my brain is everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere and everywhere. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, loose ends from Akatar. Let's do some loose end stuff. And then 
We'll see, like, where we end up. Okay, so Lucent from Akhtar, what happened to Briaxis? We still don't know. Who the fuck knows? I don't Is, know. I don't think it's going to be resolved in CC3. I think it's gonna be no. A, I think it's gonna be an Akhtar Five problem. But who do we, what do we think he is? Like, do we think he's an Asteri? Do we think he's just some kind of other being? So he's the thing that was in the library, right? Right, and he didn't have like a true form. He was like a he was like a ghost. He was like a woo yeah. like kind of thing. Like he kind of showed you like your um, worst nightmares. I mean, it's kind of giving Volg because like when, right. But if we're going with the theory that the Volg are the Asteri, right? I know because then the Volg like. At some point, like, there was that one part with Aelin where she gets, like, all in the Volg's, like, black, misty stuff. And she keeps remembering all her, like, bad memories. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe it's that. I, I honestly don't have any other idea where, where I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, that I, he's definitely going to, like, he's got to come back at some point. Some point. Maybe he'll That's come like back a big, Well, they even five. talk about it. Like, they're like, oh, fuck. What are we going to do about him? Yeah. I think they talk about it in one of the Akatar books. Not Akasif, though. No. I think he's mentioned in Akasif that he's just, like, nowhere to chill in but i'm pretty sure like reese and favorite have a full-blown conversation about it and then they're like oh yeah we gotta deal with that yeah i think um, that might be in in frost and starlight fast yeah um what happened with the human queens they're well, still at large so how many so technically there was six originally right vast is one of them two of them are dead the old crone the old one who, who died in Akas in Akasif. oh are you counting on the old okay wait no, was her name wasn't her name like Briallen? Yes, the one that died in Akasif. Mm-hmm. And then the one that gave them the book, mm-hmm. who then they then like freaking impaled on a pole. Oh yeah, I remember that in Akawar or Aka Map or whatever. Six queens, six, six queens. So two were six dead. queens, six Asteri that are still alive. So six queen inch resting. Two were dead. Correct. Vass is one of them who's on the good side. That right. means there's six at large and we don't or there's three left at large that we don't know what's where they are, what are they gonna and do. And they didn't and they didn't disband their armies. No. They're still just armies chilling. They're still just Yeah. They're it's I don't know. I don't really have any theories because I think I'm so entrenched in the CC things that like I don't know. I, I don't honestly know. don't I could I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you, but I mean I think that they're gonna come back into play like there were the things that are still unresolved in Akatar, so Agreed. they have to come back somehow agree um another thing that's unresolved is the, is the whole like vasa and like koshche koshche koske i don't know something because like obviously there's the theory that it's a firebird legend retelling there's also the theory that it's a swan lake retelling and then like koske like is he possibly like an asteri like right. is he's a sibling like yes. there's a lot of stuff there i mean again i don't think we're gonna see any of this resolved in cc3 i think we'll see it Probably no, this is more like books. just talking about like Akatar yeah, yeah, yeah. in general. Um, what the fuck did Moore see in Akafas? Right, because if you remember in like Akafas when she's like she's in, because all, I mean we never, it's never really talked about again. Like how Moore owns that like land, she owns a house somewhere in the oh, wilderness. Yeah. It's kind of random. And then like when she's like riding her horse in the wilderness, she sees some like she feels like some presence in it like in like hiding in the trees is it ever described yeah it's like a shadowy like figure and then it it, like disappears maybe i don't know like they never say what it is so i'm wondering if that is ever gonna come back more is one big question mark like what the fuck do you mean her power is truth honestly that is that is probably one of the most annoying things because it's never explained she's like her power is truth 
Does that mean she can never lie? Like, what and does everyone call? Well, she does lie a lot because she's been <laughs> leading on her friend for five years. I know, years. so I don't understand how that makes me sense. But also, like, everyone calls her like the Morgan. Like, they're all like so scared of her, and I'm like, and I'm also a little bit interested to see, like, what really went down between her and Eris. Like, I think they're trying. I is need to- a lot. That's not been told about I, their story. There is a small part of me that thinks is gonna that thinks Eris is gonna be like Reese 2.0. Oh, for sure. I'm convinced. Because he's literally playing like, the part. And if we can forgive Reese, we can forgive Eris. And if like, that's the case. That whole thing where it was like, ask Morgan, she knows the truth. Like yeah. or what are, like, I don't owe anyone like my story kind of thing. What Morgan are they hiding? The yeah. I think he's a hundred percent a Reese situation. Like he's He's really just trying to survive the situation he's in. And I think that if that's the case, we all owe him forgiveness. Yeah, probably. So I'm very interested to see what actually what went down with yep. between him and Moore. Um, clearly Moore is not telling us the full story. 100%. I mean, I also think that a loose end is like Tamlin. Like, Obviously. will he get a redemption? Like, what's up with him? What's going to yes. happen? I, yeah, I think we need to see like where he goes in this. Like, we're we just going to leave him like roaming his territory in beast mode. Like, and no one else lives like, there because everyone's just, just like fucking butthurt and like yeah, just forever, could it like, forever think, be butthurt. Like, like I think that would be sad. Like just maybe like send him to therapy <laughs> or something. Like, maybe you know what? Maybe if Gwen's not his daughter, what if that's his like? Ma- I don't know. I'm just like grasping at straws here because I'm like, what's the poor guy to do? Like. <laughs> <laughs> that was the poor guy too <laughs> like literally i don't know what his like, point is like, anymore but like, i was actually thinking about this because like because like, i am i'm a big tamlin hater but then i was thinking about it, i was like okay let's like think about this logically okay he finds this woman Feyre, in love he's like this is it we're gonna be married reese pops in bing bang boom takes Feyre away obviously like he's like Tamlin was under a curse he's also very traumatized right obviously he's not expressing it in a very healthy way but that's the whole point of trauma right like you got to fix that shit you can't just like let it eat you up alive right it's so, like that whole thing happens then like Reese takes away Farah. Farah's like fuck you I'm not coming back peace out she literally like comes back literally shits on his entire court like they fucking hate him then they take his best friend away because Lucian leaves what is he left with no, but see, this is this, and this is true though, because like, like it, there have been other stories where we're like, yay to the male who like sides with the villain just to get his love interest back. Like that's what I'm. There so, have been other right? situations where we're pro the male doing, character, yeah. and but we're like supportive of him doing bad bad shit, doing whatever it takes to get back his like love, and that's kind of right. What he, like if you were does. reading it from his point of view, it would be like. Oh my god, this shitty man who I fucking hate, who my family and his family fought, came, right. took my and lady. I mean, like, based off of Reese's previous behavior, it's totally plausible that he, like, had brainwashed Feyre to, like, want to Exactly. Hate Tamlin, right? So, like, what's a man to do? And to that point, it's like, I think in other stories, like, we would also, be applauding him for trying to do whatever also, it takes to get Feyre like, back. Thinking, but what if it was Reese who did it? We would, we would be like, oh my god, Reese... Like, epitome of romance, like, siding with Hybern to like, get back to you're so favorite. true. Like, you, you know? do anything for your girl. Also, like, was it necessary for Reese to go see him like that? Like, I feel like that's just, like, salt in the wound. In which one? You know, at, like, the end of... I don't know. Is it the Isn't end? Isn't it in... Aqua? Aqua? 
no isn't it like in silver no in the fam- frost and starlight yeah and he like goes to like see tamlin yeah and i don't know like, that's mean i was like honestly that's kind of mean like that feels a little pet that feels a little personal to me yeah but i don't know i'm just like what's what's tamlin up to what's what's we, his i would love to see him get some kind of redemption arc and me too be feeling better about me himself. too i want to i, I want to just see him get back to because let me tell you when I was listening to the graphic audio of Akatar, he's hot. He, my, he's the, one of the hottest voice of. Oh, he is the sexiest voice. Yeah, Oof. it was so, and he like he's hot. Like I remember reading Akatar and being like, "Fuck, like how am I supposed to find someone else attractive?" So like, I don't know. I just really do want him to have a redemption arc. I want his mental health to be better. I just want him to like let go of the things that happen, heal from them, and like be better yes. for it. You know, move on from Farah, meet someone else, um, be in and love then. With someone else. Another Lucian from Akatar, like obviously the illusion as illusion, Elaine and Lucian, Lucian, Azrael, Elaine, love triangle. Also, I want to say something about love triangle. I was thinking about this the other day. Yes. Okay. It's not really a love triangle because love triangle implies that Azrael okay. and Lucian also want to kiss. Okay, but that this is a love V. Okay. Well, you know what though, Cass? Everyone uses the word love triangle. No, I know. Because like this is not the only time. Like, nothing is ever, like, a true love triangle. Because well, I would like to see one. That would require, like, the characters being bisexual. And I'm okay and, with that. No, totally. Totally fine. But, like, I don't think that actually happens in a lot of love triangles Well, I stories. But I think every, most love triangles that you can think of on the top of your head are actually just Vs. They're just love Vs. And I'm going to yeah. stop calling them love triangles because they are love Vs. And I need someone to send me a recommendation for a true love triangle. I want to see all three people kiss at some point. Okay, so you want some, like... I want a love triangle. Like, like true. Like, like bisexual I, and... Like, I just want everyone to be hot for each other and just be, like, confused. Well, have you seen all that? Some fan art about, like, how people think that, like, Lucian... No, sorry, not Lucian. How, like, Azrael and Eris being together would be an interesting storyline. Have you seen that? Uh, no. I've seen, like, fan art of it. Okay, well, <laughs> you want to send it to me? <laughs> like, why But they're, not? like... These guys get together for sure, like naked cannon. Oh yeah, send it over. Just saying for anyway, science. So like, truly, every love triangle you've ever thought of is yeah. actually just a V. So I guess um, like in the love V, like who's gonna be with who? I think now that I know this whole like SJM like Goodreads thing, I am actually leaning towards. And I just feel like, why would? Oh my god, sorry, my voice felt really weird right there. I'm like, why would she dedicate an entire bonus chapter to it if it's not going to be important? So, like, honestly, as much as I used to think that Azrael's going to end up with Gwyn, I do think he's going to end up with Elaine. I know, yeah. You know, it's true. Like, it makes it makes sense, really, when you think about it. I think SJM loves symmetry. She loves neat little bows for certain things. I think, like, clearly she's into the whole retelling thing. Why would she pick Azrael and Elaine to be the focus of the, like... Or what if, but what if the focus isn't Azrael? What if the next book is Elaine focused? That's what I'm saying. Like, so it's not just Azrael, it's also Lucian. So technically she could end up with either guy. Yeah, and that's fine. Or maybe they do some sort like, of like lovely like maybe, polyamorous maybe vibe. Well, sure. Go for it. But like maybe. Why choose? Honestly, when you have hot, both hot men, like girl. No, seriously. I, I would literally sit them down in a meeting and be like, So how do boys. we feel if like we just, you know. How about if every I, other week, like one week you, one week the other, you or know, like do we want to do like a weekend rotation? Like, what's yeah. the vibe, guys? Like, we can all be friends, Love that. but 
Yeah, I you're right. I think Akatar 5 is not going to be Az's book. I think it's going to be Elaine's book. And I know nothing about this bitch, truly. No, don't no. get me wrong. I actually, like, I don't dislike her. Like, I think a lot of people actively dislike Elaine. I don't dislike Elaine. I'm just, like, sus. I'm like, what is going on? She seems so mysterious. Well, we don't really know much about her. And so, and, and like, I mean, she- to be fair, we also don't know a lot about Azrael. That's like, what if I'm- you actually think about all the lines collectively that Azrael has like four. across the entire Akatar series, he has, like, barely any. And he's always, so, like, m- we, murmuring. we always just, like, give him all these character traits about this mysterious guy who's so hot the biggest wingspan and the biggest stick but like meanwhile we don't know a single thing about him yeah and his like bonus chapter was low-key a red flag so like what does that say about us yeah so maybe we cool it on him and just like wait to see what happens yeah because we do know we know a lot about lucian actually we know more about him and honestly lucian is a great guy and honestly i feel like eris has had more fucking spoken lines than asriel has at this point low-key yeah and I just feel like, what's Azriel's deal? What's Elaine's deal? Why are they so mysterious? Like, what's up? Where's yeah. Elaine going all the time? Why could she wield truth teller? There's just so much of that loose end in there. I'm sure there's more that we missed, but um, loose ends from Cece. One of them is, is Emil really powerless? I don't know. I think the whole like thunder bit. Thing. I think that he is, he has powers. Because I Why? think. Yeah. Go ahead. I just think that if he doesn't have any powers, it really just was a waste of like 200 pages in Crescent City. Why the too. fuck would you like, bring up this whole Thunderbird so thing? Irrelevant. You could still have Sophie involved and yeah. have not and like and cut Emil out. Completely. Only child. Yeah. Like, why did he have to be there? That's why to me, he definitely has powers. Yeah. I personally am a little confused as to like just what that whole situation I is. Agree. Um, I just don't understand why I bring up the whole Thunderbird thing unless it has to do with like the Firebird in some like roundabout way. I don't know. It just seemed like a lot of energy to put in. And then I'm just kind of like, oh, like this poor kid. And then he went to go live with like Bryce's parents. Right. Which so I feel we, like is like he didn't go live with someone random. No. So that's why we haven't seen the last of him. So exactly. So he is going to come back into play. What's his some, new name though? Isn't it? I said I was something very. I know. And I said I was very, like a hater of the name. Very, I was like very white white am i allowed to say that like yeah i am i'm white it's just a very, it's ge- a very oh, generic generic name i'll say very that generic. Um, no hate to you if you have that name but i got it was like it wasn't it was like it was like brad Paul or like <laughs> chad or something it was like what connor is something. emile's new something name obviously his last name is quinlan no. cooper oh yeah 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 that was pretty bad <laughs> Oh my god! If you're a Cooper listening sorry. to this, sorry, babe, but yeah, it, it was very, anyways. very just generic. <laughs> um, Nexus and Wolf Mystic, who could be the next Prime? Right, that's obviously going to come back into play. She did like we. She finally is. It seems like she's going to leave with Ethan. Yeah. At the end of season she had her two. Bella Swan moment. Yeah. Where she so like she like woke up and was like, "Okay, gotta skedaddle out of this place." Um. Obviously, they have to protect her because. Um, Sabine will want to kill her if she yeah. has any claim to the Fender correct. line. Correct. Right. Correct. So correct. I'm correct. sure she's gonna have a big part to play in the next one. Correct. So, yeah. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. I'm scared for her. I want her to be okay. Um. Okay. Next one. Therion and Ariadne, the Dragon Shifter with the Viper Queen. Right. So there's theories that they're gonna be love interests. I um, think so. Now they're gonna have some kind of for- force, force proximity. proximity. Trope, they're both going to be fighters for the Viper Queen. Yep. 
Um, and we're probably going to see a lot of them. Yep. And maybe Therion will finally be interesting and we won't be bored when we read his chapters. Yeah. That'll be great. Sorry. Yeah. But it's true. I'm just like skipping through Therion shit. However. But now there's a dragon involved. And I and am That's always a good way of piquing my interest with the dragon. 100%. Um, It'll oh, be interesting to see that. Yeah. And the next one is Cormac dead dead? Question mark? Or is he like just dead? No body, no crime? Yeah. I think he's no body, no crime. <sighs> Or you think he's dead dead? Because I think Sophie is dead dead. Well, okay. Okay. I do think Sophie's dead dead and it was just an unfortunate, like, chain of events and shit like that. Lydia tried, but However, Cormac can winnow. Right. What if he, like, pew, like, for those of you not watching on YouTube, I did explosion and then, like, he left. I think he's not. I think he's just dead quotation marks not yeah. dead dead i don't think he's dead dead i don't think we've seen the last of him yet i'm not saying he will be, i don't know i'm not saying he won't be dead dead by the end of the next one but maybe he still yeah. has some role to play before he actually gets dead dead you know yeah yeah i don't know part of me also just thinks he's dead there's also that yeah i don't know um hunt and rune being prisoners what's gonna happen to them is another like dead end yeah like, because like well, we know what are Rune's actual powers? Does he have any? shadows? Really, girl? Yes, he was like hiding them in shadows and shit in the alleyways, and he was like, Whoa. and he can mind speak. He's a dim- I know about the mind speak. Wait, he actually has shadow powers? Yes, like as kind of. Why don't I remember this? He like does it in the alleyway. Like remember, he tells Koran, he's like, "Oh, I can only like because because now that they have those like that's what, but then thorn crowns. but is Rune gonna have a crown on him? Because we never see it put on him. We only see it put on. I Hunt. think I think no, but it it made it seem like it was implied. It was implied that the next person was Bastion, and then they were gonna do Rune because like they had them in, in a line. I don't and they know. were all on their knees, and at the end of uh, Crescent City too. I think they're all going to have the crowns. Maybe. And I think their powers are all going to be controlled right now mm-hmm. by the Asteri. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that will be interesting. And they'll be forced to do the Asteri's bidding. Yeah? I don't know. I'm just really interested to see how that goes and how that yeah. plays out. Also, another one is like, who the fuck We talked Jessica? about this a little bit. Yeah. I still don't know. And I have no theory to give you for that one. So I think I don't, I'm just going to leave it there. I honestly don't know. That kind of yeah. like wraps up what we want to talk about um we have a couple from instagram do you want to yes so we did ask our listeners um on and instagram you replied we got a few so we'll go through them now let's see what we got let's see um okay the first one was by tessa underscore m underscore um when she said that she wanted aelin and the tog gang to show up which listen tessa tessa hate to break it to you i don't agree i don't think they're gonna show up sorry to blush ship up i don't think so either no I think that'd be cool, but I also kind of want her to just leave that those people alone. I just feel like they went like Aelin specifically went through so she much. Really did. Leave the girl alone. Yeah. Leave her alone. I agree. However, I, see them. I do understand the love that people have for oh, the characters. Oh, for sure. I just and like even for me, like I would be excited to see them, but then the other part of me is like, no. I honestly just think there's just too much to go through for them to actually show up. So I think it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, The next one was a hot take, to be honest. Should I say it? I think you should say the hot take. Do you want to not say the name, maybe? Okay, I I won't say the name. Maybe we'll, yeah, maybe we won't say anyone's name. Um, Well, I won't say anyone's name. 
Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Okay, so this hot take was that she wants SJM to go back to writing good books and not multiverse cash grabs. <gasps> okay. I, I love the hot take. I love the hot take, and I actually have something to say about this. So, obviously, like, I'm going to buy the books. Like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm into the whole multiverse I'm, I'm, thing. I'm too, I'm too However, what an absolutely intelligent marketing strategy to make your newest book involve your, your previous previous book, book yeah. which means that people are going to be worried and want to read your previous previous books you've essentially created like fine so people picked up cc because they're like oh you know it's an adult urban fantasy i'm really into that great i'm gonna read it then they get to end the book and they're like fuck if i want to know about this i have to read the akatar series <gasps> oh my god she wrote another one thrown in glass what if i have to read that too now you have to buy if people want to buy one book cc3 you have to read the fucking six no how many akatar books are there four no five technically including the novella right three plus a novella plus akasif is five akatar books right yeah right and then eight throne of glass books if you include um tower of dawn and the novella like that is absolutely brilliant marketing in my oh, opinion sure. but i can i i see what people are saying right like feels like a little cash grabby but that's why i want to know like how long yeah, has she how long been planning, planning this? It? Is this more of like a recent thing or was has this been her her little 16 year old's idea yeah. this entire time? Or was it kind of one of those things where it was like she always knew the lore kind of like interacted, but then she got to a point in the story where she's like, wait, this I was, totally want to totally do a crossover. Sense. Let me start planting some Easter eggs that I can yeah. use on later on. I feel like she must have thought about it to a certain degree, though, because the fact that there's some sort of iteration of like the same big bat in every single world, like a power sucking yeah, I think that, like, she used maybe, like, the blueprint again, like, ever repeating. And then she was like, oh, these kind of all work to be the same thing. Did we talk about the SJM Bible on the podcast? Or was that a me and you we conversation? Did. I don't know. I thought we talked about it in, the, in one of the Crescent City episodes. Maybe. But if anyone hasn't listened, apparently SJM has this, like, big document binder of, like, all the, like, Easter egg tidbits planning that goes into, like, this world. Yeah, and we always talk about how, like, when once she's finally finished all of her books she should gotta, release this bible and just like put, i'll buy it like speak sell of, it to me that's what fine. does she have left she has another right now contractually she five has books she has five books another cc book at the very least yeah and then four akatar books were they confirmed to be four akatar books i want to think oh maybe i don't not. think it was confirmed um like what they were yet or like what their titles were or anything like that no no there's no like titles i do think so i don't think it was confirmed like how many of them were akatar books or crescent city books or anything no like that. i mean we or know if they were uh, if they are a completely brand new series we know we're getting an akatar and also we're assuming that akatar 5 was like included in that count we are we are okay so we know so that there's akatar 5 that's been confirmed what's confirmed is an akatar 5 yes nothing else is confirmed nothing else is confirmed Pres- logically it stands logically, that there would I be think a cc4 that there's a cc4 yeah because there's no way they're gonna wrap it up in cc right so that's two of the five then we've got three more left which is nothing's been confirmed is it a new trilogy could be could be a new series could be more new could be a novella though they could be like different books like you know but then that would mean in akatar 5 she would have to tie up all of those loose ends maybe she does maybe because technically if it's elaine's book we would get some lucian vasa shit because yeah we would get asriel shit too yeah. she could because of the love v she could her books are five million pages long she That's definitely true. could she tie could do it up she if she wanted and do a new 
So yeah. yeah. Next. What so a next n- another theory that we got from our listeners were that Hunt will forget who Bryce is, attack her, and there will be it's me, your mate moment that snaps him back. And that's a little bit like what we talked about with like the SGM like myths, like maybe. Oh yeah, with Orion and like Artemis yeah, and stuff. So I mean, I feel like that's like not remember who she is. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of plausible. Or like with the with the. Um, now that he's kind of under the Asteri's control, control, maybe they'll make him forget her. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. That's definitely plausible. I think it's super plausible, and I, I think this is, like, a big – like, there's lots of people who, like, subscribe to this yeah. theory, so I'm into uh, it. And next another, – another person also really wants to see Aelin, and I just don't I think get it's going to happen. I get you, but, like, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. You know what? You know what I honestly truly think – how Throne of Glass will be mentioned. I think that the characters will explicitly be mentioned by name at some point in the other multiverse series, but I don't think that we'll ever see them. I think they're on actually page. gonna say the word Aelin. Yeah, I think they're gonna be like Queen Aelin, Galathinius, like blah 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 blah. Like maybe when they're talking about like the Great War, like at some point when they're looking for lore and like maybe like Oh, maybe so, like That's I th- I think that we'll see names on a page. We will not see characters on a page. Is how I think it'll yeah, be Yeah, maybe. Maybe that is true. And maybe that will be enough to, to, to appease, the, appease people. the people who want to see Aelin Appease the girlies. At, at some point. That um, would be enough to appease me. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to at least give her a little bit of like a... A nod. Like a nod and it would be cool like a, if like we got like a what happened after. Because like we, we obviously see like Aelin crowned and like all this stuff, right? Like, but like... Does she have kids? Maybe, what yeah. Maybe Dorian? we get to see. Does maybe he live forever and marry men? Manon does he that? make the... Does he make some sort of drop yeah. at some point? Is he like the first recorded drop that was made or like officially like... Well, wouldn't that be Aelin? Yeah, but officially. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like maybe. after Aelin did it, she was like, hey, but here's yeah. an idea. So I don't know. It'd be cool for her to make that kind of cameo. Like me too. More through like a history lesson. Or like if we ended up seeing like if Aelin and Rowan had children. Yeah. Who something did their that. children end up being? Like, right. They like maybe, maybe their children are now led like that line led to a character that we know yeah. today somehow. Would love to see that. Yeah. Okay, another theory is someone is being brought back from the dead. Necromancy is mentioned too often, and that's a good one. That's a really good one, and honestly, we didn't talk about it, but, like, Hypaxia brings it up all the fucking time, like, that necromancer shit. So, I mean, plausible. I don't know who. Maybe someone big dies, and then they need to be brought back to life. I mean, someone big, like, kind of, oh, I don't know. Like, someone actually big. Like you, you, when you kind of have like a little bit of a Reese moment where like he's dead for a page, and oh, then, yeah, like, shortest re- death in history, and then he's brought back to life by like some necromancy shit. Maybe like, maybe we have a little moment of that kind of thing. Maybe I'm scared. I know, but I mean it's true. We do talk about necromancy. A There's lot. a lot of necromancy yeah. in CC, especially because if Ipaxia is like she became quite a character like towards the end yes, of CC. So too. I think that that's definitely and like that's possible. the whole thing why she was like low key ostracized by the witches. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, okay, I love then that. Another theory is two parts. One part, nobody, therefore Carmack Car- equals not dead, which we did talk about. We did talk about that. And I think that that's plausible. Plausible. And the other part is Dorian shows up and will make the drop, which again, like, I don't think we're going to see the Throne of Glass characters, in my opinion. Me neither. I don't think we're going to see them on page. Maybe he does have Listen, in my head, drop in written he, down in a history book or something in my head he makes the drop and lives happily ever after with manon i agree 
Because I, I actually refuse to I, believe anything else. Yeah, and I think that would, would be very un-SJM for him to just, like, so true. get old and die and, and Manon to just have to witness that. I just feel yeah. like that's not agreed, very Agreed, SJM. agreed, agreed. Uh, okay, next one. More Elaine visions slash what they mean. And I want to know why Lucian and Helian were so freaked out by Nesta's powers. I think that Lucian... It's interesting that it was Lucian and Helian that are... Because... Father and son? Because another loose end would be who's lucian's is is lucian really the son of the i thought they kind of confirmed that that he was the son yeah but they just they don't actually acknowledge it like like, he doesn't claim that that's his son but it's kind of like understood understood by like like by favor and reese anyways it seems like it's pretty like in stone i mean i think so but i need to see it like I, i mean the sad thing would be like technically if helian dies you that would, would be the real feel, yeah then he would go straight the powers would go straight exactly to and i love helian but i, I just thought that. it was interesting that helian and lucian especially are scared of nesta's powers because there's that whole like yeah is helian lucian whatever and, and then I what think was we, the other one like um the, elaine's vision like more elaine visions because she didn't have any in akasif i think we're gonna get a lot of elaine's visions in akatar 5 if yeah obviously if elaine because i think she's a seer that's confirmed yeah but it's I, not like, like a think. It's oh, a yes. true, 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 true. She true. is a seer. She is a seer, but she just like her powers have been pretty dormant. But if the next the next Akatar book is about Elaine, then I think that her powers will be explored more for sure. Correct. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. So another person wants the TOG crew to show up. I know people love the TOG. Yeah, crew. So another one. Aelin makes an appearance at the end, and each world is connected. Shifters from TOG, Faye from Akatar. We did talk about that. Yeah. Um. So a lot of people want the TOG fam to show up. Yeah, that was a lot of responses. Yeah, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Sorry, guys. Uh, a couple more. I want to see an Avengers Endgame battlefield. <laughs> which, I mean, we kind of see that in Throne of, Throne of Glass. Yeah, in a sense, when, like, everyone starts to show up for Aelin. Maybe. But, I mean, I do get what they're saying specifically with the whole, like, Avengers Endgame because it would be, like, portals. Yeah, you, you know, know it I would mean? make yeah. sense. But yeah. then I guess, like, for that to be a fully actualized Avengers Endgame scene then the throne of glass crew would have to show up yeah but i i again i don't think maybe in a future book but i just don't think there's enough time for it to be in this one correct i'm not saying it couldn't be in like a final battle moment in the next one like mm-hmm. in the fourth one and like the big big and final because i feel like i don't think they're going to defeat the asteria in this one me neither there's no way right but that doesn't mean that in the last book of crescent city world that there won't be some end game kind of vibe true Right? True, true, true. I think that's possible. Yeah, it's probable. Um, and the last one is I want more about the hind and honestly a redemption arc for her and Rune. I think we'll see that. A thousand. Per- sure. I actually will fucking riot if something A happens to Rune and something B. Ha- Excuse me. Pepper's growling. She's like, wrap it up, ladies. Yeah, we are. She. We're, relax, Pep. Relax, babe. Here. Where's her bone? Where's her emotional support bone? I don't know. Oh, it's on the floor. Hold on one second, guys. Walk away. Shows her bone. So yeah, um, I don't think, but nothing. I don't think anything bad's gonna happen to either character. I think they'll get their moment. I do love. I know we really didn't get that much of them, and they. And honestly, I was thinking about it when they had sex. They didn't really have sex. They just had mind sex. It's a bit of a weird sex scene. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I stand by. That. It was hot. It was, it was weird. I don't know hot. In I don't know. Nah, no. I'd call it hot. No, that was, was a little interesting. It was a bit weird. It was a bit like a little bit. It was a little, eh. wasn't for me. Wasn't okay. That. It was definitely for me. But 
I love them and I really do want to see more of them. And I do think that like the hind is going to have something to do with like breaking them all out of the palace. I think she's also probably like kidnapped or like. Listen, if you're going to be undercover and be a double agent, you have to at some point be caught. So she hasn't been caught yet. No. Nope. So she has to be caught at some point. I think she's going to make a big escape with them. Right, but so then that would blow her Well, cover. yeah, that would so blow I her So I think cover. she is going to be discovered at some point. 100%. Maybe she just can't. She, I think, I honestly just don't think she can watch Rune be killed. I think she's in love with him. No, so I think, I think that like, I think that, that will love. be. I would not be surprised if they were like full-blown mates. Yeah, so I think that that would be like the, the moment for her where she's like, you know what? Fuck my cover. Yeah. Because like, they're both fae, so they both believe in the same concept of mates. Yes. Yeah, which is like that primal yeah. like tie to someone yeah whereas like the angels are kind of like oh my wife like my my way mate like my wife yeah um yeah so that's it that's pretty much it i am like again at this point when this episode drops it'll be like a few days like a couple days Mm -hmm. i'm so excited genuinely again I really do love Ash JM books. I know they're not the best written. I know I don't give one I fuck. I mean, if I'm being honest, though, I'm not saying they're the best written, but... They're pretty good. Compared to some of the other books I read, for fantasy-wise, that I still enjoy. Like, don't get me wrong. They are kind of up there, though. She kind of ruined a lot of romanticy for me. Like... In a way. Like... A lot of the times I'll read, like, a romanticy book and I'll find myself constantly comparing it to, like, her books. And I just – I haven't been this excited about a fantasy book I, release I, you in know a while. I, I think that her books are are pretty well written. I think lie. so, too. I'm not going to lie. Listen, I think so, too. They're not, like, freaking – It's not, like – you know You know what? It's not, like, Tolstoy over no, here. No, you know what? Like I, I take Tolkien. that back. I'm so tired. They are, but they are good books. You know, no, you know what? I'm so tired of, like – why do we always like we always do this i'm like oh it's not that good like, no fuck you it is good not fuck you it's but, like, good it's for good. us and that's it's all that matters good for us i think it's well written you know what you know what you know that trend right now where it's like in ins and out for 2024 yeah in is not having to explain a book you like and why you like and it. why you like like it. you just have Kate? to say i like this book you don't have to say you don't have to justify you know well, what it's not the best written but i really like the plot no you know what you don't have You're to justify so right. to anyone why huh. you like a book doesn't matter you enjoy reading it Everyone enjoy fucking reading can it go fuck themselves you, you like heard that it book? first that's fine it's so true out is judging people for what they read that's out that's out that's out for 2024 that's judging people for anything Oh, well, yes, but specifically done. within Bach Book Talk You're world. done. Don't judge people with for what they read. Let's Don't let judge people. people. Love what they love. No, truly. And, like, I'm just so tired of being like, oh, it's, it's not like Tolkien. It's like, who cares? Like, who, literally, who gives a flying If fuck? I wanted to read Lord of the Rings, I'd read Lord of the Rings. Exactly. But I don't want to. And you know what I'm guilty of? Ra- guilty of rating things five stars because I enjoyed them. Oh, don't trust my five stars because I write a lot of things five stars. Don't look at my good reads. Purely for enjoyment purposes. 100%. Yeah. So I'm very excited for this book. I don't give one single flying fuck. I think it's going to be really good. I'm really excited. I fucking love her books. No, it's going to be great. So sorry about it. Um, I think that in actuality, it is probably going to take me a very long time to read. Fair. This next book, Crescent City 3, because I just think it's like... It's like a thousand pages. But you know what, Kat? Like, like, that's a lot for me. It, it took me like almost two years just to read Crescent City 2. Yeah, but you also read it now because we did the the chapter breakdown. And I think that because we're doing the chapters for CC, like I think tentatively what we're going to do is 
when Cece gets released, maybe we're going to take a little break. A little time off from the episode. Time off to to start read the book. book. Yeah. And then maybe I would say, I'm like, no promises, maybe like three quarters of the way through February when everyone's had like a solid few weeks to digest it and read it, we'll start posting the first episodes. Yes, I agree. Because I don't want to like post an episode like the week that it drops because I just feel like not everyone has the time to read that fast. Yeah. Um, And I think that way it'll just be easier for us. And then maybe every once in a while we'll have some stuff sprinkled in from like other books. I agree. Yep. But I think that's kind of the tentative plan. But like stay tuned to like what we post on Instagram. We post a lot of updates there. Especially like when, our, when we release like schedules. Like we normally yeah, like post on our story. Um, a schedule for like the episodes that are coming out within mm-hmm. like that month. Like February, yeah. whatever, January. Um, so stay tuned for that. Yeah. And... Um, message us if you have yeah. ideas if you're like oh my god i'd love it for you to do this um just keep in mind we'll probably do like an episode on it kind yeah of thing. unless it's also something that we're currently very much obsessing over yes yeah, true which is entirely it's possible so just possible. let us know but otherwise like that we'll literally we'll see you after cc3 yeah we'll see you after the release we'll see you after the release happy reading enjoy as always all the information is in the description below no matter where you're listening and or watching um please consider leaving a review a like a comment sending it to your friends your family your grandma um because it really helps us out and this has been really fun i really enjoy doing like crescent city and stuff like i feel like that's kind of what kickstarted the podcast like big time I mean, if we're really honest, Twilight kickstarted the podcast. Well, but. Twilight kickstarted the podcast, but I <laughs> feel like first episodes. But I feel like Akatar is really kind of like yes, where like we got a lot like of our listeners from. Yeah, for sure. So again, it holds a really special place in my heart. So I really enjoyed doing this. Yes, me too. And that's it. Yeah. So thanks for listening to Tuba Bitches. Bye.